Welcome once again to an episode of the Change and Evolve Letter, today with special issue number 65, Lunatic with Professorship. German economics professor Helge Peukert has now called on the climate activist group Letzte Generation or Last Generation to demand more radical changes such as strict limits or even bans on building, driving, traveling, and of course heating. Radical measures in his eyes should also be enforced through emergency laws. Unfortunately, it seems that these are the kinds of lunatic extremists that consult our governments. Poikert sets specifically sets three goals. One, halving energy consumption. Two, reducing material flows by 90%. And three, ending all land use all within five years. These goals are not achieve achievable at today's level of production and consumption, he says, even through a complete switch to green electricity. So he concludes, the eco-modernist dream is over. After decades of procrastination, what is needed immediately is the introduction of emergency legislation. And I do want to share with you the catalogue of what Poikert calls proposals that are causing heated debates. But quite frankly, to me, these proposals sound like the ramblings of an attention-seeking lunatic with a professorship. So here it goes. Climate. Reduce emissions of all greenhouse gases in the EU by net zero to net zero by 2035. A ban on palm oil and all products produced by deforestation. Well, if you ask me, um, where to put all the wonderful sustainable wind turbines when there are so many trees in the way. He continues, ban on deforestation, imperative to plant trees, renaturalize soils, peatlands, and other CO2 reservoirs. Prohibition of bonfires, barbecues, and the burning of crops and garden waste. Well, let's face it, since we will not be allowed to eat meat in the future anyway, why would we need to barbecue? Although, can you barbecue crickets? He also asks for extensive reduction of the military. Part two, traffic. Rationing of private petrol and diesel consumption to 500 liters per person per year. Reduction to zero in five years. And of course, this will not apply um, to the super-rich elites, but only to the general population, the drone-fixing mob. And as we will all be living in the 15-minute cities, well, hey, who needs a car anyway? Free local and long-distance public transportation, absolute priority for cycling and rail transport, reduction of many roads and motorways, well, they sure what they of course they want to make sure people cannot get out of the 15-minute city. So why would we need roads? Reduction of freight transport by lorries and ships by 20% a year. <laughs> right. 
Who needs food or supplies anyway? A ban on cruise ships, ban on low-cost airlines, ban on all flights under 1,000 kilometers and over 3,000 kilometers. Again, this is only for the mob and will not apply to the elites and their private jets. Ban on business class and first class flights. Rationing of flights to one return flight per person per year. In five years, only one flight every three years should be allowed. Well, at least here in Germany, they are already preaching to the people that they should not travel and stay at home for the holidays. And last but not least for this part, closure of most airports. Part three, social and societal issues. Introduction of a conditional basic income. It can be earned by working in state, social, ecological jobs. Klaus Schwab mentioned it quite a few times in interviews that there will be people needed to repair the drones. Well, anyone looking for a new job? Maximum income equal to 10 times the minimum, wa minimum wage. High taxes on wealth and inheritance. If necessary, cap on maximum permissible wealth. Well, people, here goes everything you ever worked for. CO2 tax for a 5% of annual income for each ton of CO2 above a consumption of two tons of CO2 per person. Not quite sure what that actually means. Ban on private health insurance. In public health insurance, the contribution assessment limits shall be abolished because that is known to work so well. And one is then completely at the mercy of the state. As is pointed out in the last point here, care and nursing work to be provided only by the state. Part four, communication research. Establishment of an organization to promote insight into change and the need for radical action. Doesn't that sound enticing? Well, long live the Ministry of Truth. Drastic restriction of the freedom of actions of IT corporations. Special funds for research institutions to implement the emergency program. Orientation of teaching and research towards a survival science. Well, I'd like to know survival for whom? Part five, housing. In principle, prohibition of all new building activities. Necessary new buildings only as zero emission houses. Rationing of energy to an amount per citizen needed to heat 45 square meters of living space to 20 degrees. Well, who cares what temperature you like, if you're warm or cold or whatever. No further sealing of open spaces. Heating system replacement also in existing buildings. Promotion of even small solar panels, for example, on balconies, as well as the construction of solar parks and wind turbines by citizens' co cooperatives. Now, that is really going to look beautiful, especially with all the trees gone to make space for all of this. Large household appliances such as washing machines or lawn mowers must comply with energy class A triple plus and have a minimum number of users. In other words, 
what they're saying is owning a washing machine will in future be a luxury. Well, you can always go and wash your clothes in the river with a washboard, can't you? Limitation of waste from private households to 10% of the value before the introduction of the emergency program. Well, quite frankly, this should be an easy one as everything will be rationed anyway. But let's continue. Maximum temperature in buildings of 20 degrees, cooling in summer not below 26 degrees. And again, who cares what preferences you may have? It's for the climate after all. Companies, households and buildings must reduce emissions by 12% annually, 70% in 10 years. Part 6. Work and economy. A macroeconomic framework planning is to determine which consumption is possible in order to then decide as democratically as possible on the desired mix. I do believe it's very clear what as democratically as possible means. These areas of production are to be largely cut back. Cars, chemicals, fossil energies, wood extraction, fertilizers, metals and the financial sector. All jobs should be assessed for their environmental compatibility. Employees are to be retrained. Working hours are to be limited to a maximum of 25 hours. No taxes should be levied up to an income of 25,000, after which the tax rate should increase linearly. VAT to be abolished. The main source of government revenue is a, what a surprise, CO2 tax. 25% tax on online purchases. Ban on fluorinated gases ban on all disposable products, ban on all non-essential machinery, including lifts, escalators, bread slices, and neon signs. There should only be lifts for the disabled, provided electricity comes from renewable energy. And if it doesn't, well, who cares if the disabled can take part in life or go see a doctor or anything else? Prohibition of advertising displays on streets, shop windows will not be illuminated at night. We actually already see this. Government regulation of product design to maximize durability. And here goes creativity and welcome uniformity. Ban on waste exports. Manufacturers of complex products such as, such as cars and mobile phones must take them back after use, dismantle them, and remove all raw materials. Private ownership of water, land, and forests is very heavily restricted and regulated. Well, you've heard it before, you will own nothing and be happy. Food and agriculture. Priority for regionally grown products, extensive ban on imported food, access to food via a point purchase system to achieve basic supply and equal distribution. Well, honestly, this is just a complicated way of saying that food is to be rationed and the point system suggests the implementation of a social credit system. So if you're good and compliant, well, you can actually eat. Prohibition of destroying food. Unneeded food is to be given away and or distributed for free, free of charge. 
probably only when your social credit is good. Prohibition of meat and sausage consumption and rationing to a low maximum quota per capita. Well, say goodbye to healthy nutrition and a balanced diet. Ban on factory farming. Reduce agricultural emissions by 12% annually, 70% in 10 years, to zero in 2035. Ban on environmentally harmful fertilizers and pesticides. New setting of fish catch quotas independent of demand. Ban on large-scale fishing. At least 20% of Germany's land area to become eco-zones in which there must not be no sealed soil, no roads and also no settlements. Financial sector. Derivatives, options and futures will only be allowed to cover risks in the real economy. The lending will be eco-social. Setting a minimum holding period for shares, bonds and currencies of one week. Introduction of a financial transaction tax. Ending money creation by banks in favor of money creation by the state. Full money system. Financing of the socio-ecological third labor market via central bank money. Limiting the size of banks to a balance sheet total of 100 billion euros. Poikert also writes, a post-growth economy unburdens and decelerates and requires a new transcendental worldview beyond individual egoistic consumption, expansion and speed. He sees those involved in the last generation, letzte Generation, as representatives of a future biospheric life economy. And these new people would not only fight the destruction of our planet, their goals could also lead to a more meaningful, creative, solidary, beautiful and happy life. Personally, <laughs> I find this all absolutely delusional. The last generation is aboard privileged people that simply have absolutely no purpose in life. All they have done so far is terrorize the people and try to blackmail the government into complying, into complying with their absurd demands. I always thought that blackmail was a criminal offense, but well, what the hell do I know? In an interview, Poikard addresses the question of whether his demands would not lead to an eco-dictatorship but he counters that there are examples of achieving a focus on one big goal under, and now hold your breath, halfway democratic conditions. Poikert cites the war economy of the Allies in the Second World War, the corona measures, and also the German emergency laws that led to violent protests in the 1960s. His proposals are not a logical or factually coherent draft, but a catalogue of individual demands from his point of view as a scientist. And the trouble I see with all of these ramblings is that we are too close to, to them becoming a reality. And I see that Germany and probably quite a lot of other countries, most of which are members of the WHO, are actively working towards these proposals and goals.
And essentially, if you haven't understood this yet, this means giving up all rights and freedom in exchange for being held like cattle. And as my song of the day, and I found this very suitable for this post, and I hope you enjoyed it. It's a great song. It's called Give and Take by Poor Man's Poison. And of course, this song has also been added to the Spotify playlist as all the other songs from every change and evolve letter ever published. It's one click away, like it, share it, or just listen to some great music. And my poem of the day I found this wonderful poem by Emily Dickinson, who lived from 1830 to 1886, and it's called Much Madness is Divinest Sense. Much madness is divinest sense to a discerning eye. Much sense the starkest madness, tis the majority. In this, as all prevail, ascend. And you are sane, demur, you are straightway dangerous and handled with the chain. And it's a search picture today that I'm leaving with you, and it's not finding Waldo, but finding Spock. And for those who don't know, Spock is one of my cats. Let's see if you can spot him in the picture. So thank you for giving me your time, for listening to this episode and please feel free to share it. If you like it, leave a heart. And if you have something to say, leave a comment. I always enjoy hearing from you. So I'm wishing you a wonderful day wherever you are. Take care. Yours, Tanya. <laughs>